Welcome to the Hidden White Podcast, episode 1064. My interview with Sherry Fernandez, and we're discussing her book, Life Mastery. Please enjoy. Hello, Sherry. Welcome to the Hidden White Podcast. Great to have you here today. Thank you, Lee. Glad to be here. How very exciting. It's um, Whereabouts are you? You're over in the U.S.? I'm in the U.S. I live in Idaho, but I'm actually in Utah. I'm uh, in downtown Salt Lake City today in okay. my son-in-law's office. <laughs> so oh, on good. my way, uh, partway to where I'm headed. So, yeah, but I live How in Idaho. Th- Idaho, okay. Yeah, nice. How's the weather? Cold. Cold? <laughs> One reason I'm leaving, I'm going to southern Utah where it's warmer. Uh, so, yeah, oh, it's lovely. cold. Yeah, okay. What, what's cold? Like, well, you're going to say Fahrenheit, well, aren't you? And, and I wouldn't figure it out. We're in a drier climate, so but it, for in Fahrenheit, it's uh, oh the mornings are like twenty highs during the days, maybe or yeah you know, uh, low thirties, so just about freezing, just about freezing. So twenty degrees Fahrenheit uh, is about yeah, it's about freezing. Okay, that's cold. Yeah, yeah, freezing <laughs> is thirty two in Fahrenheit, and it's twenty two in the mornings, and oh, yeah. about okay. freezing during the day, about thirty two. So yeah, cold. The cold. Well, it's getting warm yeah, here, so mm. <laughs> I don't mind the cold, but yeah. uh, I've never been, so that's that's exciting. Um, look, you've uh, just written a new book, right? Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, 2021. Published. Yeah, published. Yeah. It's How's it? Uh, bestseller. Has it been received? It's been on the bestseller, yeah. Yeah. But on the uh, yeah uh, Wall Street Journal bestseller, and uh, of course Amazon. That's a pretty easy one, and then USA t- uh, Today. Those bestseller uh, lists last year, and. Uh, it's been well received, and we've got good reviews. And it's the kind of book that kind of requires you to do something. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's doing well, I think. That's good. That's good. So, the book is called for everyone listening, "Life Mastery: Personal Progression Towards an Infinite Potential." Um, okay. So, it's really a um, yeah personal progression book or, or self improvement book. Um, is this your first book, Sherry? It is. I never actually intended to write a book, and uh, this things kind of came together. And I thought, and I'm not getting any younger. Lee. I was like, I got a lot of information in my head. I thought I need to get it out, and just felt inspired. Mm. Really, a couple of people had suggested over the year, frequently. People suggested over the years that I do that, but it just didn't seem like me. But then all of a sudden, it was me, and I wrote the book. And turns out it's pretty good. Yeah, I guess I a lot of people reading look at you know the idea of writing a book, myself included. Um, and I haven't had a successful book like yours, but um, certainly the idea of writing a book can be fairly daunting. I mean, what what just came to you to suddenly go, okay, I'm going to write a book? Well, I um, I, had, I said this happens a lot when I speak somewhere. I teach a workshop. Mm. People will say, you should write a book, and I've just been like, no way. I'm not a writer. Mm-hmm. I'm a speaker. Never even had an interest in it at all, but it kind of it was a, a kind of a power couple in our community had attended this workshop and I respected them and they, they were both like they're in kind of in the education world. And they, he said, really, you need to write a book. And I went home and told my husband, he said, Sherry, really, you do need to. And I thought, yeah, I guess I do. I didn't know how to write. I didn't think I knew how to write a book. And I thought, well, I'm very good at speaking. I'm really well received as a speaker. I know I'm interesting. So why don't I just start by how I speak? And yeah. while it doesn't exactly work that way, it turns out I was a I've been writing a blog for a long time uh, right. on my fitness, my, my fitness business. So I've been doing that. Uh, so I'd had some, quite a bit of writing experience, but it turned mm. out it was it was pretty popular. So I guess I should have given myself more credit. But as it turned out, um, local uh, 
at a book publisher in my community. She didn't publish my book, but she said it was the best book that she, nonfiction book she'd read uh, that she'd come across her desk. So I don't know. It must, I think it did. I think it's good. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's good. I think it's good. And it's well received. If you write a book, you don't always know. One minute you think it's good, the next minute you think, oh, this is just crap, you know. And the next minute you're like, oh, this is so good. And uh, today I think it's good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, you had some um, writing experience, but I think, you know, like you said, if, you, if you're a speaker and you speak from the heart and speak from your knowledge, if you can put that on paper, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much the process that I found is just speaking my thoughts. Um, but there's there's more to it than that. Is there any tips you'd give for someone starting out writing? Did you have any routines? I know this is not discussing the book necessarily, but uh, more the mm-hmm. process of you writing a book. Um, well, what you the, said is really, really good right there. You said you're, you have, you're, you've got the things you're thinking about that you're passionate about. You know, if you write about something you're passionate about, it's going to come a lot easier. Mm. But I've, I have some clients who are writers because uh, I still do one-on-one uh, coaching and their goals to write. And we set aside... They determine how much, but we set aside, uh, aside time every day for them to write. And I think, of course, that's going to be a good program. But no, I don't want to be out there giving uh, people who've got probably more experience writing writing tips. I had yeah. information. I think it's well presented. But I wouldn't, I don't think I'm going to be set up for writing a novel. <laughs> that's going to be me. I think my information is good and it's also authentic. And I think when you have an authentic voice, when what people are reading, they think, this person, this is real. This person's, this is real for them, and they know what they're talking about. I think it comes across better, and I think that's one reason my book is well received. Mm-hmm. Um, is it's yeah. authentic. I didn't put anything in there that I didn't know, had not learned, practiced, taught for years, mm-hmm. and I didn't just have a good idea. I think this sounds like a good idea. I did read this in a book. There's nothing like that. I did some research on this. Um, what I wrote about were the things that I have been teaching for a long time and have seen in my life. Uh, we often, the the people who promote me say she's a rags to riches story. And at first I kind of thought that jarring, but really my husband and I are really just that rags to riches story. But we learned certain principles and practice them. We're very successful, not just financially, but in our relationships and just as whole people. And I've taught it. And so I know it. And then I wrote about it. So I know it. And I think it comes across as authentic. And I think that is probably the one reason people like it most is it sounds authentic it feels authentic and it mm. is mm. nice and what's the uh, symbol on the front the pine cone it's a it's a actually a be a carnivorous cone for a redwood tree uh-huh. uh redwood trees i've had this i tell the story in the book but the redwoods um of course are the if you've ever seen been at the foot of one they're just awe-inspiring they're so huge mm. they're bigger than any building the bigger ones are bigger than any building in my whole state um they're just huge. But the cone, I got interested in what size the cone might be for those because I'd seen some first growth ponderosa pines and the cones were huge. As mm. it turns out, they're about as big as your thumb. They're very small, but the potential in those cones is a redwood. And I like the analogy towards human potential. We we have so much potential as humans. There's so much that uh, we're capable of and that we can be and do but we're often just like these little redwood cones, you know, with all the potential, but not very much of it right. um, being developed. So, but we, the main point there is not so much that is that we have, we are, people are infinitely have infinite potential. We just have so much potential mm. and it just, it's kind of, I just am inspired. I just can't even tell you how inspired I am by what people can do and how amazing 
what amazing things people can do when their energies are directed Correctly. towards the goal. Yeah. Just, it's all inspiring. So the trees are inspiring, people are inspiring. So it kind of is a, a natural the, analogy. That's the me. link. You've got a lot going on. So you, you're a speaker, a coach. You said something about a, a fitness business there. Um, yeah, I had a fitness us, business for, about, for 10 years. Yeah. Do you still have that? Uh, no, I sold that a, a few years ago. Um, uh -huh. Did you want me to tell you about the fitness business? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just yeah. curious about your life. So you, because you, yeah, you've was, obviously done a lot, and you have got six kids too, don't you? Yeah, I, I, we raised six kids. We're real family people. I've got 21 grandchildren, so busy family. Oh, um, one of the things that might be pointed to that is, well, what happened was about the time we were trying to apply these principles of success and try to dig ourselves out of the financial hole that we were in. Um, I also occurred to me that I was still waiting to grow up and look like I'm a Barbie or something and that I had already had a bunch of kids. And I thought, I, I believe that I can have a lot of children and still have a rocking hot body. I can have, a, I think you can have it all. So I set about to prove that, which I did. And so mm. then as my children were raised, uh, it was time for me to teach the things I'd learned that were healthy, whole principles of how to do that. And so I opened up the fitness business. So it kind of all ties together. And then that fitness business gave me a platform to teach the, the personal development principles that I, like, that, I'm that I was teaching. And then I could do it my own way in my own space. So we had a two-part program. It was fitness wow. and personal development called mm. Fit Life. The personal development was called Fit Life. Sold the business. And then I rebranded myself and then wrote Life Mastery. And so that's nice. kind of how that all kind of ties together in one stream. They, they certainly do fit, don't they, the fitness side of it and the, the mental side of it, I suppose. Yeah. Um, are you always been this this sort of energy of motivation to to push yourself towards your full potential, or is it something that you've really had to work on because you were just feeling a, a lack of satisfaction or something? That's a super good question. I um, I knew as a, a child and even as a, a teenager, I just had this feeling that I had something special to do, and I was going to do great things. But I also was very very undisciplined and. By the time I was 22, I had a bit of a drinking problem and I just had partied and it was the 70s and it was sex, drugs and rock and roll. And so I was very Perfect. undisciplined in my habits. But about um, 23 or 24, I was like, OK, I want things and I have nothing. I've partied away all my 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 time, my money, my potential at this, to this point. I started to develop the, the disciplines. And so I, I'm very I, I am very disciplined and very driven. And that, that's, yeah, well, I a couple of years of party isn't too quit. bad. I mean, I feel yeah. like I've done that no, I, all my life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't very long. So yeah, I didn't. It wasn't until into my twenties when I said, "Okay, now it's time to get serious." But I, uh, I'm always still setting goals. I don't think that I'm, I'm. I think it's in a balanced, healthy way. But I'm always setting goals, tracking new habits, looking yep. for new things, new mm -hmm. reaching for new goals. It's just who I am. It's mm. I'll do this till I die. I'm sure because. It's just you sound like so you sound a like a busy person, a person that perhaps can't sit still. Yeah, I um, not in a nervous way, but I I need to I need new vistas, I need new ways to grow. Um, I do want to embrace everything that life has to offer. I love to travel. I just want to soak it all in. Everything that life has to offer, I just want all of it. Where has that been spawned from? I mean, is that just uh, inherently, you know, your your character that you've been raised with, or something more innate than that beyond your your childhood? Definitely because, not what I was raised with. <laughs> no, because I mean, there's there's people yeah. that are just happy. Um, I don't know. They seem content with just life and how it is. But then there's other people that, you know, there's there's all sorts of people, is what I'm saying. But you are certainly wired towards 
this this constant need for growth and challenge and and progress and projects and you know all that sort of stuff. That's also a really good comment. You have some good you have some good things on your mind. Yeah, I've asked myself the same question. Like, I'm not know I don't know which is more puzzling. Why am I and my husband is the same? And why are some of us so driven to achieve? Not in a in a healthy way, of course. I'm like, but then others seem to be content with so little. And I don't know. Jim Rohn said it's the mysteries of the mind. We mm. can't figure it out. I guess there's no figuring it out. But for me, I just it seems to be in innate in, in me. But also, yeah. the more you do it, like anything else, the more you sit around on the couch, the more you want to. Also, mm. the more that you you achieve and you say that was cool, because happiness comes from achievement, from not from just achievement, but from uh, personal development, like to 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 grow and develop right. as a person. That's yeah. what makes us happy. So mm. it's also addictive in that way that you want the happiness that comes from it um so i think that the more you do it the more you'll want it mm. because it makes you happy and we're all we all have this again this huge potential and when we move towards it we're happier when we're sliding away from it we're not very happy and learning that might be the biggest factor in why some people want and some people don't seem to they haven't learned that one that one principle yeah yeah it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, I think you can you can have a, a this contentment with life, um, and a very mellow sort of life, and then you can have that same contentment, but this underlying desire to do more, but without the the necessary skills or tools or motivation. And then you can have the people that are nervously running towards all these goals for, um, uh, you know, external reasons, not internal reasons. And then you can have someone like yourself who's more internally driven towards you know finding something larger yeah. in life and happiness, maybe. Right, and happiness. It's not happiness if you just, like you said, that, I can't remember how you put it, but that nervous scatter running around and trying to just accomplish things outwardly, mm. that does not bring happiness. But I'm working on me on my own masterpiece, right? And so part of that is also how to be still, how to work when you work, how to be still when it's time to be, how to have a still mind, yeah. how to have a healthy body. There's a lot to um, being a successful human being as opposed to just being. We talk about success on the world. We point to somebody and say they're successful. We're almost always talking about money, yeah. but what I'm teaching and what I want for myself is I want to be a human being who's a successful human being in mm. all money. Yes, of course, that's one thing, but that's only one thing. Mm. I want to have a have control of my mind, mastery over my appetites. I want to be a person that people can come to and learn from and, and feel good to be around. I want to be a good spouse and a good mother and a good grandmother and I, I want to make the world a better place. I want to be a well-rounded, whole, well-developed human being. And that's what I would wish for the people who read my book or or yeah. take my coaching classes. Yeah. You, you talk about in your book um, the determination of your why, um, which is very relevant to my book and also the podcast as well. Talk to us about why. What is this why? Uh, most of what I teach is what the habits you develop every day is who you're becoming, right? And we're setting these goals too, whether the, the daily habits or whatever goals we're saying. We've put our head down and we're we're going to work, but it, it will, can be feel meaningless sometimes if we don't have a pretty strong why. Why do I want to do that? Hmm. Um, being driven won't carry you. I do want to accomplish and be this person. That won't always carry me. So to have a personal mission statement, for example, so you've got some deep reasons why I need to be successful because when I can be successful, then I can make a difference in the world. For example, mm. I can, the more successful I am, the bigger difference I can make, or 
I've got these big dreams I want to accomplish, these really big dreams. So I've got to do the little things today. So the more we can build up the why, why am I doing this, and build it up, define it, build it up, the more it will carry us through, get us out of bed on the cold winter mornings in Idaho to go do our workouts or whatever we need to do when it's hard. We just need to have a good why. Otherwise, mm. it, it begins to feel a little pointless, right? Yeah, yeah, it does, absolutely. And this why needs to be, um, you know, connected within to some sort of internal ambition or, or yeah. matter, I suppose, rather than, you know, I'm going to the gym because I want to impress people with my my guns, uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever it might be. What, what do you, I mean, how do you help or guide people to, you know, finding that that purpose, that internal purpose? Um, first, I'd like to address the, what you just said about the external thing. When I had the gym, we had a very, really high success rate. We were hands-on, worked with people, uh, really good success rate, way above average. I mean, it was really good retention because we got results. But if somebody came in and they said, I got to get into my, I bought a size smaller than I am wedding dress because I want to get into it by, in three months by my wedding, or I want to look good for the beach, or things like that, they almost never made it. Mm. Like you just said, it needed to be something a little more internal. Yes, I want to look good, and there's that part of it. Look at my muscles grow. That's super. But I want to be the person that has control over my body. I want to live for my children so I can play with my children and my grandchildren. I want to be a good example Mm -hmm. to my kids. Deeper reasons. So to develop that why. I teach three things in the book, which are um, it's not the whole why. We have to dig deep and find our own whys. But I teach three skills. Uh, One is to have a mission statement. Uh, so you, you've got a brief statement of what difference you're trying to make in the world. So you, you're working on, you know, I just mentioned that one. Uh, to have a personal constitution, I call them governing values, much like Benjamin Franklin's virtues. Who am, who am I and who, who am I trying to be, be? Me internally, which requires a lot of self-discipline to be those things, right? It gives me a reason. I'm a person who shows up on time, even if I know the other person's going to be late because that's who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of disciplines um, make us work harder i think because we're trying to become a certain kind of person and then yeah. the fun thing is i encourage and all my clients have to start with this what i call a big dreams list dream as big as you can where do you want to go what do you want to do what do you want to be you know and, and list it in small details set those goals and I've, I've got my uh my illness is on section website too but in the book but thinking super big like do you want to i like john goddard's list you wanted to go to the moon died before you got a chance i think you would have made it he was a great adventure and explorer. Do you want to explore the Nile? Do you want to, learn to play the piano? Do you want to be first chair in the orchestra? What All the dreams that you want. Do you want to see the Trevi Fountain? Do you want to go to Australia? Mm. <laughs> uh, do you want to see all seven big, continents? Big dream bucket done? list. Yeah. yeah, that was my, it's like a bucket list. And one, one of mine wants to see it beyond all seven continents, which I've done. Um, 50, all 50 states, those kind of things. But also things like learn Spanish or all the things, and you make this big long list, and it gets you thinking about how big the world is, and mm. makes you it's motivating. It makes you feel like I've got to get busy because there's a lot to do and see and be out there. Yeah, how do you do that with six kids? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. It's a good question. I know that it's fierce from, but here's the thing: I can do my six kids and accomplish because. And I would advise everybody to do this. This is why I teach my, my people. You fill your own cup first. Like 
I had all this to do with all these kids and all the ball games and the dance lessons and the laundry and all of that stuff. But I took care of me first, not in a selfish way, but I had my personal development time. I made sure I exercised every day. I made sure that I spent time reading and I spent time in, in prayer and the things that mattered to me that made me better. And I did that first thing in the morning and I felt like actually the opportunity to raise kids actually gave me more opportunity for growth for two reasons. When you have kids, you grow. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Mm. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to keep them alive. You're going to have to find some good ways to, to, to control yourself and discipline yourself. And then I was a full-time mom for the years they were young. Yeah. And that gave me, if you, if you manage your own time, I was good at managing my time. It actually gave me more freedom to pursue my own interests, my own education, my fitness, the things that I wanted to do, because I could, I'd, I'd manage my time really good. Don't get me wrong. I had to get up really early and I had to work really hard, but it gave me the flexibility to manage it my way, which hmm. is kind of how I need to do things. I need to do things my way. And yeah. so it was a blessing. So the six kids and, and I learned more about personal, uh, about potential personal development by raising kids than I ever would have learned if I had not had those yeah, six kids. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Senior yeah. kids and their potential. Yeah. So you look, you talk about a mission statement, um, your constitution and your dreams as the three sort of pillars to, to give you purpose, I suppose, is where we sort of stem from there. Yeah. Um, this mission, it, it's, it's sort of about, is it about your values, is it, or? No, it's about, it's about using your own gifts. It's, it's a brief statement. You can call the mind anytime, so uh, you can use it in any situation. So it's like mine is that I use, all my knowledge, wisdom, and personal power to inspire others to live with purpose, passion, and faith. So if I'm out in the world and somebody's like, just just happened before I got on this interview, a uh, little in, in, in altercation at lunch, here's this guy frustrated. He's taking it out on, it's a very nice restaurant with these people that I'm with at lunch, totally inappropriate. But then I realized this guy's stressed and I have a mission so I can either respond to him and say, that was uncalled for, or I can look at him and say, how can I use the knowledge, my wisdom? My wisdom tells me there's something going on with this guy that has nothing to do with us. My personal power, which means I have enough sense of myself that I can stand up and say, it is fine. It, you know, this is not a problem. We're good. You know, take a deep breath, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and rather than react badly. So in an instant like that, I can use my or. I'm trying to decide. My kids are raised. I, my dad wanted me to, uh, he said, why do you want to start a fitness business? Why don't you just drive around in your convertible and play with your grandchildren? Well, I have this mission. And to use my knowledge, my wisdom, my personal power to make a difference. And I can't mm-hmm. do that driving around in my convertible. I needed to do find a platform. So I started the fitness business. So it makes yeah. you make big decisions. But it, just, it, it, it keeps you thinking about what, you, what your gifts are, and how can I use them to make the world a better place? Because, you know, and now you're doing these podcasts, obviously, because you're trying to make a difference. I know you feel this at some level, but either we're a suck on the planet or we're, we're making it better. There's not really any middle ground there. And I definitely did not want to be a person who's going to be a suck on the planet. That the idea is revolting. Um, so that, that mission statement keeps me focused on mm-hmm. how I'm going to make yeah, the world better. It's good, better. isn't it? Yeah. Day to Just day, a, hour to a hour. Reminder. Yeah, a little reminder. Yeah. Yeah. And then that constitution is, is almost about your character, isn't it, really? It and, is. It's and aligning that character not, constantly. Yeah. 
it's about being honest. It's really easy in your, your rush to success to maybe cut some corners in your integrity. Mm. If you're working on this personal constitution, you're not going to do that. I don't want to sell myself out to make more money on this deal. I don't want to hit. I don't want to fudge it at all. Because if I do, I've got this other thing I'm working on. My yeah. honesty, my integrity, my the way I present myself, be right with myself. There's some things that are important over here with my constitution. So I'm not going to, or I'm not going to throw another person under the bus so I can get ahead. I'm not going to do that because I'm also working over here. But if I forget about that part, it's really easy in the moment. If you're not consciously working on who you are becoming mm. in the moment, it's very easy to cut Take the corner because you want this mm. thing so bad. Take the shortcut to do the easy thing to get the, the cell and, and justify it. But if you're working on your character, you're not going to do that. No, no. You have someone looking over you saying, no, no, no that's not you. Yeah. Put yourself yeah, in. Yeah, somebody's you. You're like, I would really love to, I'd really love to take this, to take this deal, but I'm not going to do it under those circumstances. You know, you, because you've got this other thing and, and you're driven by it. It's your why. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. And the dreams part too. I mean, dream big. I mean, you must get a lot of um, conflict against this because well, I guess it's, it's hard to dream big, isn't it? You sort of have that imposter syndrome come yes. in. And- it's not for the younger people. I have clients. I have clients in their 20s. I, I ask them the first time they come to meet with me that they have 50 items on their dreams list. And I have a couple of reasons why I do that. Um, but it's interesting to me that the younger they are, the easier it is. If I get somebody in their 50s, they will struggle. And I've got a couple, I've one client now in her 50s, and she is just struggling to get, I think she's at like 12 or something, just to get thinking because she's, uh, I think you get so used to giving up on yourself maybe, or you just stop thinking big. They get, I've got a, a couple I'm working with that are in their early 20s. And man, they've got a list, right? They've got things to do, places to go. And mm. so that's one factor. Um, I hope people don't feel some kind of an imposter syndrome that they want to reach out and and do everything there is to do out there. But I do set it up. I do do that first because it gets people thinking big and mm. also thinking specific. So they'll come in and say, well, I want to go to Europe. So, well, where in Europe do you want to go? Well, I want to go to France. Well, what do you want to see in France? I want to see the loop. You know, it gets them thinking in specific terms, um, measurable specific terms. You don't get them. So why don't you put on your big dreams list, France and the, the Louvre? You know, you get two check marks. So mm. it just gets them thinking about as we go into goals and how to uh, massage the goals into the things you want to accomplish. It gets teaches them some skills to do that. A little complicated to, to, to address here completely, but that's the main reason why I do that first. But it's a super fun thing too, and people love it when they get to check something off those lists. Yeah, it creates that excitement, doesn't it? Yeah, it gets them all excited about life and their goals again. How do you keep that 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 spark alive? Because, I mean, I know going into like um, conferences and someone stands up there and speaks and you get this motivation and you walk away and three weeks later you're back to square one and you've got no motivation. Um, and it's similar to, you know, writing your dreams list and having a mission statement but keeping that going every day. And I'm just thinking about it as you're talking going, yeah, okay, look, I do have some of those things in my daily life that I think about, but then some things I'm really disconnected with because I've got so busy and, you know, just created that disconnect through through just living life. That is such, you have, I mean, we should get together and talk sometime when I'm in Australia because <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you and I, think, I think, think a lot like, yes, this is a problem. Like when I was trying to figure out how to be successful with, from where I'm at with nowhere and how to get to there, I went, I, we really worked hard, both of us, um, 
reading all of the great motivators and going to motivational events, the problem was I would always be left saying, give me something to do because it, that kind of motivation is awesome. You might even learn a practice or two that doesn't stay with you. And even if you commit to do something like a goal or a resolution of some kind, if you don't have a system, you like you said, you, you lose track of it. The first actual, I teach tools hard. I don't just like a coach. It's like, go get them. Well, mm. I actually teach some skills because if mm. you don't have good systems, you lose track of your goals. So I teach a tracking system. I teach a couple of them, but one, the first one I teach is a, a tracking system. And um, the people who work with me, we just, and, and me and the people in my world who, who love the Life Mastery Program, we, every month we start a new tracking sheet and we, we will track for forever. I've been doing it for 40 years plus. Yeah. Um, that means that I, I, I've got this goal. I go to my motivational event. I think I'm going to do this thing. I'm putting it on my tracking sheet that I do this thing. Maybe I'm committed to say, I, I'm a salesman. I've got to start making 20 calls a day. That's what's going to make me successful. I went to this event. I'm motivated. 20 calls a day. Okay. I believe that person really means it. But the days go on. The old habits return. If you got on your tracking sheet and you're using a tracking sheet every day, 20 calls, and you miss your mark, because nobody likes to miss their mark, you're more likely to get it done. What's a and tracking sheet? Be, I need... It's, uh, it's in my book, and I explain it. It's basically a little chart. You, it's like a little calendar chart where you – and you can have – there's lots of versions of this. I just happen to have a, one that I use. Uh, you write all the things you want to do down in a, in a day down the left-hand side of the grid mm. across the top of the dates. And every day, if you do that thing, you get a check. If it's a day you're not supposed to, like you maybe don't – you make your calls on the weekend, right? I only make them five days a week. Saturday, I get an X. Sunday, I get an X. Monday, if I don't do it, I get a blank spot. So if you don't do it, you get a blank spot. And that may sound very simplistic, but you cannot believe how people of all walks of life and all kinds of success levels find this useful, and they do not want those blank spots. You're like, mm. I made 15 phone calls, but 15 is not going to get me my mark, and I'm, like, I'm getting that mark no matter what. I make the next five calls. Yeah. Or I committed to drink 64 ounces of water, not 60. I've got four more ounces. No matter what it takes, I'm going to suck that four more ounces of water down, right? Because I got to get that mark, and it's surprisingly self-motivating. Because you can't all. It's good to work with a coach, but you can't always be working with a coach. I mean, you're busy, and it's expensive. And the, a good coach is training you how to get by without them, which is what I, I hope I'm doing. This here's a system you can use. So it's in the book, uh, in the Life Mastery book. Also, the tracking sheets are free on my website. I've made them free on in every business I've owned for. For over well, close to fifteen years, I've made tracking sheets What's your website? people for free. It's uh, lifemasteryinfo.com. Just downloads. My big dreams list is on there, and a few other things, but a reading list. But it's tracking Life sheets in three sizes. dot com. Yeah. Yep. Lifemasteryinfo.com, and they're totally free. There's no strings attached. I think you'd have to put your email in, but you know that's life. That's how it goes. <laughs> and then it they, goes. They, send, they send it to you. I think they send them to you in your email. So. That's why. How, how easy is it to unsubscribe? <laughs> oh yeah, right. You certainly that's why I find like you know sign up, but I mean if you yeah if you're worried about you know have sending email actually out, well, you don't have to worry about unsubscribing because I don't send anything out. So <laughs> I mean maybe I will someday, but so far I don't I don't use those. Yeah, I, I started to and, and gave up on that too. Um, yeah. I just it's not. I'm busy doing other things. I don't. I, I don't. Nobody needs another thing in their inbox from me except nah. the tracking sheets. So, <laughs> well, I might download that. That's awesome. What a great tool and many more tools in the book. Um, so I guess we can go to the lifemasteryinfo.com website, 
to uh, connect with Sherry and find out more. Um, is that the best yes. place to connect with you, Sherry? Yes. Well, you can you can actually email me at Sherry S H G R R Y at LikeMasteryInfo.com, or you can I'm on I'm on, I'm on the social media platforms. You know, the one that yeah. I actually do personally is uh, we have a Facebook page, uh, yeah. a personal page, and I'll respond. And you can message. I'm very accessible because here's most of my family is I'm trying to make other people's world go around. I've got a mission. I'm 67. I don't need I don't need to make a living. Um, I just need to make a difference. And so I make myself pretty accessible mm. for people yeah. with questions and concerns or just to, or they just want to tell me about the book. I, I'll respond. Yeah. Great work, Sherry. Thank well you. Well done on writing the book. Congratulations. Um, there's a lot of crossovers, I think, with, with my work and, and what you've written about um, and very I interesting so. stuff indeed. So. Would love to connect more and uh, maybe we can have a, a second round at some stage down the track. I would totally love that, Lee. You've got you ask super good questions and I like the way you think. I can I like I feel the wheels turning from here. Thank you. So yeah, I, they always I are. enjoyed I enjoyed the enjoyed your questions a lot. I'll um I'll stick the link in the show notes, guys. Grab a copy of the book and connect with Sherry at her website or mm-hmm. on um, on the social channels as well. Um, Sherry, thank you. Thank you, Lee. Have a really great day and good luck with your podcast. Hope it's just wildly successful. Thank you so much. And guys, check it out, thehiddenwide.com. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. I hope you love what you're hearing. If you like this episode, guys, or any of the episodes that you're listening to here at The Hidden Why, please do me a favor by sharing it. You can share it with your families. You can share it with your loved ones. You can do that by using your favorite social media channels using the icons on the platform that you're listening to The Hidden Why podcast. Also, guys, if you're a fan of the show, please connect with me. Connect with me at thehiddenwide.com. I love to hear from you. I love to converse with the people that listen to this show to find out what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, and perhaps if they have any questions or feedback for the show as well. You can stay up to date with all that I'm releasing here, guys. I do a solo show every Monday, a three-minute thought every Thursday. I do two interviews a week on a Wednesday and a Saturday, and a book review every Friday. You can stay up to date with all that by subscribing to my newsletter at thehiddenwide.com. Just enter your email address there, and also subscribing to the podcast on the platform that you choose to listen to your podcasts. You can also support the show, guys, by using the Amazon links at thehiddenwire.com. So if you like books, you can get all the books that I review there um, and anything else, really, that you like to purchase through Amazon. So use that link. It helps support the show. And we've also got a deal with Audible, guys. Audible is a fantastic way to listen to all your favorite books. We've got a deal with them so you can get two free books when you subscribe or, yeah, subscribe to a 30-day free trial. So check that out, again, at thehiddenwire.com. Guys, that's it from me. You know what to do. Go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose and in doing so you will discover your hidden why this is the hidden why my name is Lee Martin until next time peace passion and purpose see you soon